Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, beats the competition, and grows your business. I'm your host, Sam Moss. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving this past weekend. Um, I got to spend the time at my parents' house with my wife and my siblings. And, you know, I also got to watch a lot of football. And I also witnessed the Bills pull off a big win down in Dallas. Now, I'm not a Bills fan, but since I live in upstate New York, I have not heard the end of it from all my friends that are Bills fans. Uh, This was next to beating the Patriots, which they haven't yet this year. It's like their Super Bowl. This was huge for them. So to all my Bills fans, congrats out there. Um, We'll see how far this season actually goes. Fingers crossed for you guys. Um, So over this past weekend, did you actually get to sit back and relax not thinking about work for once, or was your mind really just running a million different directions and you never got a chance to actually slow down? And this is exactly what I talked about in the podcast today with Tim Kroll. Now, Tim owns a coaching and consulting business where he shares how you can really have personal growth in your life. And that's what he talks about today. Now, this can be learning to relax. Um, Like, for example, this past weekend, when you should be taking a break from work, And this is before you get burnt out. Not after you get burnt out, you take a break, but before. And he explains the steps you need to take in your personal life every single day to make sure you are the most successful version of you that there can be. Now, Tim and I talked for a long time, and we had to split this conversation into two different podcasts, which I think is awesome. So this week, you will hear the first half of our talk, and next week, you'll get to hear the second. Now, this is one of my all-time favorite conversations, and I know you're going to love it too. Here is the first half of my talk with Tim Kroll. Tim, thank you so much for being on Small Business Made Simple. It is great to have you here. Oh, thanks. I I really find it an honor to be able to talk with people. And um, I always get excited, especially when somebody like you and your caliber are able to interview and talk with. It's fun, fun times. Thanks so much, Tim. So I want to talk about your business to start things off. So you own your own coaching and consulting business. Can you share what you do and how you help people? <laughs> change people's lives, my friend. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Simple as that, man. Simple as that. No, it's it's really amazing. Um, so I, I actually took a leap of faith, you know, like a lot of times, especially business owners, we tend to jump off the cliff and then figure out how to build the plane on the way down, right? I mean, like that's just our, our nature, our personality. And so last October, I took that, that leap. Um, I dissolved several of the business uh, partnerships that I had and um, I said, you know what, I'm just going to go in this. I know it's my passion. I love being able to talk with people. Um, I have it on my board is every day is I want to make sure that I leave an impact on someone's life and help them grow in some way. Uh, so last October, I took that leap. And since then, it's been uh, obviously a roller coaster ride. I mean, like who, <laughs> whoever starts a business in their own, uh, you know, owning their own business or anything like that, it's, um, you know, they totally understand that there's a lot of stress, a lot of things that are going on. And well, that's exactly what's been going on from last year, obviously with a lot of structure and things put in place. But here's the thing that I absolutely love doing is being able to speak one on one with another company or do the group coaching, which we have. I have several about 20 so companies in group coaching. And then I get to consult and I do public speaking as well. Underneath of all of that is my goal is to be able to help someone move from point A to point B in their growth. And sometimes it's business. I mean, we talk a lot about business because that's what 
you know, my background, my experience has been, but also sometimes it talks about personal growth. And sometimes we talk about how, well, and this is the core of the business is we understand, especially after years of looking at and studying businesses, I mean, you can grow a million dollar, 10 million, $20 million company, but if you're not growing as a person along with that, nine times out of 10, that company is going to implode. And you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to enjoy the results of all of the work that you've been putting into. Um, so the core of the coaching is always really about making sure that we grow personally, as well as a business growing at the exact same time. Very cool. Can you, can you start by really just sharing um, like your personal definition of what personal growth can mean oh. for a business owner? <laughs> yeah. So I actually focus on on four specific areas when we talk about growth. And I, I mean, we can totally dive into these as for as long as you want. You ask questions. I mean, I love being able to talk about this, but there are four core areas of growth. Um, and, and the first one is socially. Um, so when we look at all of the different relationships, I mean, there's been many famous people talking about your network. And I mean, there's a lot of awesome quotes I mean, about the fact that your worth is only as good as the network that you've built around, you know, that you are the sum of the five people that you hang around, you know, the closest you want to be in that same group. I mean, so there's a lot of growth that has to happen socially and how you build that uh, physically. How are you taking care of your body? I mean, are you eating the right things? Are you exercising? Are you making sure that you are um, uh, have the energy and the stamina to be able to keep up with the, the demands of the business. Um, talking about spiritually, are you taking time to reflect? Are you taking time to look in inside and actually have uh, a moment to be able to make sure that you're on the right path? And then mentally, how are you dealing with your education? So I look at those four areas, socially, physically, spiritually, and mentally. And each one of those has a different ring to it or a different feel to it. And each one plays an important part in our lives as we grow on a personal level. So I would love to jump right into each one of those and touch a little bit more in depth on what it really means to be, you know, build yourself, your personal growth in your social life, and then move on to physical and then spirituality, mental. Um, can we start with social? And how does that look for a business owner that, you know, they might not get out very much, they don't have very much time to spend with their friends, their family? What can they be doing to actually grow that part of their life? Well, I think we almost need to take a step back on that one piece, because you almost have to define what success is to you. Uh, in our society, and as far as mm -hmm. what we look at, and this is one of the challenges I've seen inside of our American culture is we have this idea that success is what I can do and what I can accomplish all on my own. And we have the John Wayne mentality, mm -hmm. right? So in all of the things, it's kind of like, and I, I'm just as guilty as everybody else. I mean, growing up, I remember watching, I, you know, one of my secrets is I always wanted to be a cowboy growing up. That was kind of the thing. You know, I remember watching, Wayne. I remember seeing these guys like, man, there's nothing they can't do. And they're all out there on their own fighting Indians, saving the, you know, the ranch and the town and from the bad guy. And, you know, like these guys were just like my hero. And it's a culture that we've pretty much grown up in is that as Americans, we believe that we have to do everything on our own. Right. And that's a, kind of the core of who we've become. Uh, you know, we just have this Western civilization of we, we need to be successful just on our own. We look at that and we think mm -hmm. when, it talk, when we talk about social things, and I, I mean, I don't know exactly how many of these we're going to flesh out, but we start talking about social, we realize how lonely that is. And I can't tell you, uh, probably every one of the individuals that I coach, there comes a point in time when they realize that if they've been doing it on their own, they feel like they are completely alone. 
And so a lot of times, especially when we start mm-hmm. start getting into the struggles, which we know that they're going to have, there becomes this isolation and this mindset that I am alone. And if and here, here's one of the key elements. This is the takeaway. So if you if you're listening to this, just pause for a second. Just understand this. There is only one belief that is terminal in any business, and that is if you fall prey to the belief that you are alone. Everything else is solvable. The only thing I can't solve is if you fall prey to the belief that you are the only one going through it. So, Would you say that this is the, the one of the biggest things that business owners struggle with when it comes to the yes, four? Yes, but the other three are also important. So it's hard for me. You're asking me to make one better than the other. And I'm like, well, I've seen all three of these become very relevant. And- it really just depends on the person and, you know, their the way they're living their lives. I mean, it really can be, you're, like you're saying, the physical, it could be the spiritual, right, mental, right. or be, the social, right? Um, the core element, though, about this whole thing of being alone, I know we're talking about social, but it also um, applies to how you reflect the spiritual journey part and how you reflect internally and how you take care of yourself and how there's mm-hmm. a lot of accountability and things. So this one core concept or the key concept here about the fact that if you fall prey to the belief that you are alone, Again, that's the only thing that I truly believe is terminal in any business or in anybody's personal life. And I've seen that happen over and over again, where there is very little hope and very little encouragement or support from others. And they believe that they're the only ones that are struggling. And no, that's a great question. And how can we avoid that? I feel like you just coming at me, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so that's where we go in and we talk about how do you start building your relationship and I mean, that that's the whole part of the social. Got it. Is your network is going to be the absolute key. Um, there's an old wise, probably seen as the wisest person on the earth. And uh, he, he talks a couple of things. I'm going to totally butcher exactly how he says it. But basically, he said, you could be a millionaire. You could be a billionaire. You could have all of the money. But if you are not, if you don't take care of the soul and you don't take care of who you are, it's better off as if you just were stillborn or if you were actually somebody that never um never lived and the the one thing that he says to be able to take care of that is to find one or two true friends and in part of what he's talking about he was saying about the fact that mm-hmm. the more wealth we have the more people are going to be there to eat it up and i've seen this happen so often as people start to see success suddenly true. they get this circle of friends and the friends are there not necessarily for the best reasons right and so Oh my goodness. Oh my friends goodness. Friends come out of the woodwork out of nowhere for and that. And so <laughs> the developing of true friends is one of the key elements to be able to avoid this whole part of feeling like you're totally alone. Because uh, I mean, I've seen it over and over and over again. Um, you know, even when I was building Sunfrog, I, we, I started helping and building out probably, you know, two or three dozen different millionaires. And every one of them, it was just like they rose to this fame and all of a sudden they had tons and tons of friends but then the money ran out and then they had no friends they had no support structure right and so that's the whole component of it so i would say the very first thing that you have to do is you have to be able mm-hmm. to look for your friends there's a lot of good good books that talks about influence in the 360 degree looking for those that are in front of you finding a mentor finding somebody that you can follow and somebody that has you give them the right to be able to really dive deep and ask you those hard questions you follow um obviously on the same level the same parallel uh, those that are in the same boat, that's where you get your support and your encouragement. 
But then the other key aspect, which a lot of people don't understand, Jim Rohn talks a lot about this, is the true key to success is being able to look behind you and help somebody else take the next step forward. So in essence, what I'm talking about when it comes socially, number one is to make sure that you find somebody that's in front of you, somebody that can act as a mentor, somebody that can act as a coach, find people that are equal to you. It doesn't have to be many, two or three most, and then find those that are behind you to be able to help raise them up and help them grow in their journey. So, so correct, correct, exactly, exactly. Almost so become the, men- social, the mentor how do you grow to them, socially, right? That's Understanding that core concept is absolutely key. Uh, again, I, I talk about key concepts all the time, but here's the one thing when it comes to social is that you have to make sure that you've got somebody that's already been down the road, somebody that is your senior. Once you have that, then they can look back and they, especially if he's good, if he's a good coach, he can ask the right question. And it stops and it makes you think. You know, obviously everybody has different personalities. People resonate with different individuals. But when you find that individual that can ask those tough questions and be able to to help guide and make you stop and think like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's exactly why I was doing that. Or understanding that having that mentor is absolutely key. Then having that support group where, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, it's not about the money. It's just the fact that people are on the same level. They have the same mindset that you have. They think the same way. Um, And just to be completely gut level honest, nine times out of 10, it's not your family. And especially as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we rarely relate to our own family. And again, that's another that, that's another key element when you're talking about the fact that you feel all alone. You have these true. outside voices chirping in your heads or chirping in your ears saying, why don't you go get a real job? Can't tell you how many times I heard that. Things start to get a little bit tough. The next thing you know is your parents yep. or your siblings <laughs> or your, I mean, uncles, aunts, whoever you respect. Hey, how can how come you not going to get a real job? Man, that makes you feel alone. Holy no, cow. Exactly. So true. Um, and um, so I've been through that. I'm sure everybody listening mm-hmm. has been through that. And uh, that's why I say it's really, really important to be able to find that support group or find those people that you can relate with that are kind of structured or their mindset is the same. They, they have the same kind of desires of growing businesses and they understand the challenges and the struggles that you're going through. Uh, and that that community, once you start to develop that community, I'm telling you what, it's absolutely priceless. It is worth so much. So after we built ourselves socially, so whether that's um, really working on our relationships with our family or right. even becoming a mentor for someone behind us, number two is is physical. And um, does does <laughs> well, that mean so eating right and just going an to the gym, or is there something deeper there? Um, so oftentimes we, and again, this is what happens in our in our society is we get so focused on the success of a business, and the only thing that that is counted as a result is your total gross volume. Mm-hmm. But quite frankly, again, if you do a $10 million business, $20 million a year, I don't care whatever the heck that number is, and you're making tons and tons of money, but you're not taking care of yourself. In other words, you're, you're not eating the correct things or you're, you're putting a bunch of junk into your body and not at least moderately working out. What really good is it to be able to build a business? You can't, you can't enjoy it. Right. You're not going to be able to live past. You're not going to be able to enjoy it. If I mean, you're not that's the live first past aspect of it. 37. The second <laughs> aspect of it is the fact that I can't, I, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't ever want to claim to be, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you the amount of clarity that I get after I've gone and done a workout. And it's like, I can get so much more done more quickly when I've gone and worked out 
And again, really? there's all kinds of chemicals and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of things that I can feel a difference in my brain, I can think more clearly. I can think through problems more quickly. Uh, it gives me the ability to kind of function on a higher level. And then again, what you eat, I can tell a, a, a significant difference when my diet changes just in how fast I can think through a problem and how fast I can answer. Sometimes, again, I'm just speaking from my own experience. There's sometimes when, you know, like, especially when you start to travel, you do some other, uh, I've done some different speaking gigs, gigs across the country. But when I travel and I get out of my regular diet and I start eating like a lot of starches, a lot of like gluten and that kind of stuff, I, I am shocked at how quickly my brain starts to slow down and I just cannot think as fast. So there's the amount of, obviously you wanna enjoy it for the future. There's the current where if I keep my energy levels up, I can perform at a higher level. And here's another, I'm going to just totally drop a time bomb on a um, another fad or whatever. It's this whole idea of being able to, quote unquote, hustle 24-7. I honestly can't stand that. <laughs> I truly can't stand that. Um, because when you look at it, our bodies need to have that rest. And if you're working 24-7 and you're not giving yourself enough time to be able to get in and rest, then, again, you don't have the ability to be able to perform at the highest levels of what you should do. So physically, I mean, when you're talking about, it, yes, it's what you eat. Yes, it's how you work out. But it's also how are you taking care of yourself, um, you know, and making sure that you set your time aside so that you're not working 24-7. So there's a lot of really interesting things and a lot of deeper studies on that. But, yes, physically is, is an absolute key element on, on taking care and growing yourself. We will be right back with the rest of my interview with Tim in just a moment. Have you ever been to a website that totally, totally confused you and just lost your interest in an instant? At One Click Agency, we see this every single day when it comes to websites. Now, whether the website has way too many words or it's just really way too tough to navigate, we have seen it all. And what we found after seeing hundreds of websites a year is that pretty much every single business is making the same five mistakes on their website. So what we did is we wrote a PDF that we are giving away for free to help correct those mistakes. And you can find it at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. You can either spell it out, use numbers, it doesn't matter. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they are super easy to fix. They really don't take long at all to find either. This is foundational stuff and basic things you can do on your website. You can sit down in the afternoon, read the PDF, look over your website, and see if you're making any of the five mistakes on your website as well. Now, if you have visitors coming to your website, this might turn them away if you're not, if you have one of these five mistakes. So this is something you might want to address quickly. So do you want people visiting your website to engage with your business? Check to see if you're making any of these mistakes on your website by going to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's totally free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And there I will explain what those mistakes are and how you can fix them. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when we're looking at the physical part, um, we talked about the, the main thing was the fact that we wanted to extend our lives so we could actually enjoy. That's mm -hmm. the future. 
the right now is when you go to the gym and you work out, it's amazing how much that activity. And again, I'm not a doctor, but when you look at uh, and the feeling that you get from all of the chemicals that are being released and the whole nine yards that everybody always talks about, uh, when you leave the gym and you come back, it's amazing how much faster your mind works and how much more clarity you have uh, just to be able to solve problems, solve challenges. Uh, because not only is it is your mind clearer, you can think through the problem much more quickly, uh, which then comes up with the solutions. And so you're much more productive after you've gone and done some type of exercise uh, to be able to get, obviously, the blood flow. And I don't know what what officially the doctor term is called, uh, but but it's but amazing. something I'm, happens. Uh, something happened, and I've experienced yeah. it. You know, <laughs> so I'm sure it happens. But it doesn't even have to be going to the gym. And that's the thing that everybody always looks at. And this is what I talk about from a physical standpoint. It doesn't always have to be like this big to do of workout. Man, if you just get out and you walk for 15 minutes. The amount of physical benefit that just comes from that is amazing. Uh, so it doesn't have to be tons. I've, I mean, I've talked with a lot of professional exercise type guys and they say, this is what you should do and what you shouldn't know is, you know, whatever fads coming down. The point is, is if you're moving, that's helping. Mm-hmm. So exactly. just, just move. I don't care what else, just move. Um, and that's amazing. It's like I said, it's amazing how much that's going to affect the here and now. Um, and then the other thing, and this is where I, I feel like I'm going to just drop a bomb and blow up the, industry because of all of this quote-unquote hustle and i know it's been very very popular throughout the last i would say two years mm-hmm. um this hustle revolution i freaking hate it i hate it with it can a passion. Be dangerous i hate it because everybody's like oh well and i see this happen so much on facebook too as i oh well i'm up at 2 a.m and i'm still hustling and grinding and i'm like dude give yourself a break mm-hmm. I, I mean really and when it comes down to it our bodies are not made to work for long extended periods of time like that. Now, can you do it occasionally when you have to hit a deadline? Yeah. But if it's a way of life, you're going to kill yourself, man. Absolutely kill Absolutely. yourself. And not just the fact that you're going to kill yourself. I, I I wish, I really wish somebody would actually measure the lack of productivity that happens inside of that. You got to I'll give it a second. <laughs> my office is right next to a busy street so whoever's listening there's a fire somewhere <laughs> yeah so but when you're looking at the fact that there's a lot of people that are and i'm just gonna i'll call out gary v and i here's my personal feeling on gary v is i mm-hmm. don't believe that his definition of hustle is the way that his followers are defining hustle so i don't equate those two but what i see from the followers when they talk about oh gary v and this hustle it's like you got to work 24 seven and you're burning the candle at both ends and you're working till 2 AM. And well, where mm-hmm. are my other grinders? Where are my other hustles out there? And they're posting this on Facebook. And I'm like, dude, that's not the way of life, man. It is totally not the way of life. And that uh, ties but, right back into the social side is you have a 100%. family. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And that's part of the social. So um, I, I know we're going to be talking in circles. Just trust me that there's four elements and they all interact with each other. Absolutely. They, no, they don't stand alone, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about this whole hustle part of it, and we're talking about to make sure that you're taking care of your body physically, the other part of it is if you're walking away from your family and you're walking away from those friendships and you're walking away from that social part of it on a hustle standpoint, that's a quick way to get to that point of having all these riches and all these fly-by-night friends that come along, right? Mm-hmm. And at, I mean, I can't tell you how oftentimes we've gone back through, and I read a lot of biographies and autobiographies, and people that have committed their lives to building a business or an empire or a brand regret it at the end of their life because they have no family, 
They have no no true friends. They have nobody that's next to them. Nobody that's that that's, that's there to be able to share it with. And the thing <laughs> is, it is perfectly um, acceptable, and it is something that people can do is to build a brand, build a business, mm -hmm. and don't kill themselves in the process. That is possible mm -hmm. too, right? A hundred percent, it is. In fact, I would recommend that way. <laughs> I, I mean, because when you're looking at life, I mean, there's so much more to life. And again, um, you know, you talk about Solomon, who was he, he is the considered the wisest man in the world. I mean, kings and queens from all over the nations come back and they and they talk and they talk to him just to be able to hear about his wisdom. And that's what I mean. There's songs out there, you know, time to sow, a time to reap. But then he talks about all the vanity of how much you dedicated your time to work. And you may have been successful, may have made millions and billions, but yet you didn't spend time with your friends. You didn't take time to build that social network. It's mm -hmm. worthless. You know, like it, it's really what is the whole point of that? So let's circle back around and talk about the physical part of it. I don't buy into that physical hustle. So here's how I define hustle. And this is a, I, I think it's, it seems like it's revolutionary, but I really believe it's a, a core fundamental. When I look at hustle, my hustle is, what are the daily actions that I need to do in order to accomplish the goal of what I want my future to look like? Mm -hmm. So rather than saying, okay, I need to work 24-7 or I need to burn the, the midnight oil or whatever else it is, why can't I just come back and say, okay, my daily hustle is this task list and it's going to fit in these four hours, five hours, nine hours, whatever that time frame is, I'm going to hustle my butt off for this specific time and be totally focused on building my business in this amount of time. Mm -hmm. But once that time is done, then it's I'm done. done. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'm going to go out with friends. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to do something that gives me energy back because now when I come back to that time frame that's blocked off for that quote unquote hustle, man, I am so much more productive. And that's I, incredible. I, yeah. I, I really, really wish that somebody would do a study on this whole hustle thing and how productive people are not. When they start working, did you know, and I, I've seen this a couple of times, did you know that for like every 24 hours you're awake and I'm not, I'm going to totally mess this up. Somebody's going to call me out and say, oh, it's not exactly what it is. I, I, get, it. I get it. So let me just round it <laughs> up. And you go folks. Do, yeah, you just go do the research and find out exactly what it is, right? But th for every 24 hours that you're awake, it's like you're, I think it's a 0.1% drunk. I have heard that. Yep. And so you look at that and say, okay, well, you're going to spend 24 hours. You're going to really focus and you're going to get this project done or whatever. And then you're going to do it again and again and again and again. Man, it's like you're actually drunk trying to work. And, it, and you know how much, I mean, most people, they've had a little bit too much to drink every once in a while. And it inhibits your ability to think through things. It inhibits the ability to perform at that high level. Someone I was listening to uh, that really talks about the physical, you know, personal growth um, mm -hmm. within themselves, they own their own company. And, uh, I think they, co I think they coach under, or they're, they're they sit under Michael Hyatt and he mm -hmm. said something along the lines of, I want you to pencil. First of all, say what really rejuvenates you and what you mm -hmm. love to do that just brings joy and just gives you new life. And the, the man said, you know, I love going to the movies and I think, mm -hmm. I believe it was Michael Hyatt said, all right, well pencil that into your schedule. He's like, what? Exactly. He's like, yep, um, on this time, uh, in the middle of the day, uh, you know, every other week or something, I want you to go to the movies. The guy's like, are you kidding me? And that just goes back to exactly what you're saying where, mm -hmm. you know, you need to take some time and really rejuvenate yourself because it can be a long, long life if you don't do that. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, I would say it's actually going to be a short life if you don't do that. That's true. You're, <laughs> you're cutting years off a your long, life. A long, short life. Yeah. A long, short, yeah. A long day, maybe. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, and the thing is this, too, is when you look at the path to success and the path to a nervous breakdown, most people don't realize that those two paths are side by side. Mm-hmm. And as you go down this journey, the division between those is razor thin. That's so. It's true. very, very easy to say, "Hey, I'm working. I'm building this." And and you know what the ironic thing is? Is we often say, "I am building this business for my family, or I'm building it for my future, or I'm building it." But yet we sacrifice all of those yeah. things that we quote unquote say we're building our business for, for the sake of the business. And they're not there when you're done. And they are not there when they're done. So we cross this line, and I've actually talked to some really um, high-ranking, highly successful individuals. In fact, one of the individuals. Uh, he built a mega, mega business, right? He had a massive nervous breakdown. So he had tons and tons of success, but he <laughs> sacrificed the, he stopped taking care of his physical body. He stopped taking care of all of the social network piece. The things that the, the, what you just said, which is an absolute key element is the things that rejuvenate you, the things that give you energy back. He stopped doing those things and he focused entirely on building the business. And he ran into a nervous breakdown and he ended up having, I believe it was prescribed, but he had to end up going to a monastery for 30 days where the only talking was in the morning when they did their morning song. Wow. No internet, no connection, no talking, no nothing in order to get his body back into a position where he could function at at any type of a level. And many people are towing that line. Would you agree with that? Oh, and that's why I say it's razor thin. Uh It's razor thin. And all of a sudden you pass over into that. And so here's the element. And this all ties in with the social, the physical, the spiritual. I mean, even the mental, the education part of it, right? So as you're going down, here's what happens is we have a successful business. Okay. So maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars in gross revenue that you start out with. Then you hit 500, then you hit a million, then you hit 1.2, 1.5, and it just keeps growing from there. But what we've failed to understand is that the demands of a Five million, one million dollar business are completely different than a business that's running at a hundred thousand. And so we believe, again, going back to the original philosophy that I said, we believe that we are these cowboys. We, we are the, the the guys that are going to get it done no matter what. And we always rely on ourselves. It's that isolation again, right? And so we we believe that we're the only ones that can do it. And so we keep taking on more and more and more responsibility, trying to put out more and more and more fires. We fail to delegate. We fail to continue to restore our energy. And we walk down this path of quote unquote success and suddenly we've cut out the movie time. We've cut out the time going to the gym. We've cut out the time playing basketball. We've cut out the time reading. We cut out, we cut out all of these other things that we quote unquote felt were not attributed to our success, but yet they're the bedrock, the core foundation of why we're successful. Exactly. So as we're looking at the personal growth and the personal development of things, again, if you don't develop these things and keep those as a foundational, like the bedrock of your business, that $10 million business that you just built will implode. And I say will, and I believe that 100%, it will Mm -hmm. implode. I've watched And you've seen it. So many times. I've watched at least a dozen, maybe two dozen different millionaires. In fact, just recently. I came across an article, one of the guys that was considered a $500 million businessman. He's now today sitting in jail in Dubai wow. because he didn't take care of all of the things that he should have taken care of. He was a shyster and everything else, but 
it's just amazing to me that I see this happen over and over and over again. And yet we all look at it like, oh, I'm surprised that. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. You know, the best thing about this talk is it isn't over yet. We covered so much content that we were actually able to split the podcast into two parts. And I am just thrilled about that because I learned so much today. And I really hope you uh, you did as well. So next week, you're going to get to hear the rest of my talk with Tim. And in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you will um, automatically have the podcast downloaded to your phone and you'll get next week's episode that you can listen to as soon as it comes out. In the meantime, make sure you check out Tim's website, timcroll.com. That's T-I-M-C-R-O-L-L.com. Again, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you haven't already. This just really helps get the word out about the show and I would greatly appreciate it. And of course, you're going to get Tim's interview next week directly in your inbox. So make sure you do that. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, beats the competition, and grows your business. Business.